welcome to Therapist Spotlight. Hello everybody and welcome to Anchor's Therapist Spotlight, the podcast where we aim to showcase our wonderful members to the wider community. I'm your host Joshua Brooks and tonight with us we have Dominic Salemi. Dominic is a clinical nutritionist who specializes in skin care and likes to work from the inside outwards. So I think this is going to be an excellent conversation. Dominic, how are you today? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing really well. So, first question, what got you into natural therapies? It's funny, that's a long question. Um, (laughs) I think my story is very different to a lot of people. Um, I kind of stumbled into natural therapies almost like by default. It's uh, But at the same time, I've always had an interest in natural health. Um, I've always been interested in nutrition, but I never actually thought I'd end up working in it. It was more my own journey from my backgrounds in like dermal therapy. So I worked working with skincare and um, just doing a lot of skin treatments for a while. And it was after seeing a lot of clients in clinic, despite going through, you know, good quality skincare, um, going through in clinic treatments and actually using like cosmeceutical grades and actual um, clinical grade treatments, having good results, but yet eventually just getting rebound either acne or the breakouts or even pigmentation that would come up again Mm -hmm. and it was like I'd have to recycle through it again and it kind of led me to wonder like often they'd say I've got hormonal issues or maybe like they'd feel like oh maybe I'm like it's stress related and it kind of made me wonder like what's causing these issues or how can we actually support the skin health deeper Mm -hmm. so from there I started to really learn about um, like holistic skin analysis and facial uh, sorry Chinese facial reading and actually looking at the skin and skin mapping as different areas of the face actually relate to different organs of the body that might need supporting. So that area just really fascinated me and I eventually began to learn more about nutrients to support the skin health and then from there I actually decided to completely dive in further. I ended up studying nutritional medicine because I wanted to know about the body as a whole. Mm. But now I use that as a really great source, um, as a great tool for actually helping my clients deeper, like to improve their health and their skin. Mm-hmm. So then does that mean that you still use a lot of the Chinese facial diagnostics when you're looking at your clients or have you moved more into that sort of functional testing for neutral Uh, deficiencies? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, it's more of the functional testing. Now the Chinese, Mm -hmm. the facial mapping is more of a guide. Um, So it's more like, you know, like if you've got severe acne on the like chin or jawline, that's usually a sign of like hormone, like hormonal imbalance or things like that. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the areas of the skin can give an indication of what's going on internally. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't use that as like a complete set tool. It's more just a guide sometimes. And if they're having a particular flare up in that one certain area, like ongoing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then what would a consultation with you look like? So say if I'm a client and I came into your office, what's what's a general general consultation look like? I know everyone's different, but like yeah. what sort of things are you looking? What questions will we be asked? Yeah, how does that process roll? Yeah. Um, well, look, I would start off just doing it. I do a really holistic consultation. So mm-hmm. I basically get a hot, complete diet, um, dietary analysis. We could do a bit of a review of systems. So firstly, I really want to know what's going on with the gut. Another huge one that's really important is the liver, um, mm-hmm. your hormones. We could basically go through all your different um, organs in the body, as well as I want to really get a big idea about your lifestyle as well, and also what you're applying onto your skin as well, topically. Um, mm-hmm. And just a lot of the environment to expose, like environment to exposure around as well, a lot. And basically, I try to piece together everything that I can to try to work out what's going on with your, like what's causing or treating your main concern. 
-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so the first consultation I always tell my clients is a whole lot of them talking. I just want to find out as much about them as they can. And then the follow-up, it's more, okay, here's what I think is going on based on everything that you told me. But yeah, basically it's just a really holistic, thorough consultation into almost like all the organs in their body. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. And so when when do you send them away for blood works or anything like that? Like are they coming generally from your GP with those already done or sort of that um, first consultation you like to get a full blood screen before you start to move on or do you if yeah how does that have work? had a recent blood screen i would mm -hmm. like the, i do advise them if they can bring in whatever tests or recent um blood tests they've got mm -hmm. if they don't have any like that's fine and i do recommend in their follow-up if they can get one or just ask because most people have had a blood test within at least the last 12 months mm -hmm. um or if there's clients that i've had a consult with and they haven't had one in a long time i'll write them up for um a referral to get a blood test and that will help us further on the next one mm -hmm. um yeah but it's usually if they've got it on them or for the follow-up consultation i do recommend they bring it in yeah wonderful and so then what's a treatment plan from yourself look like are you a big into fixing people's diets in terms of like dietary plans or do you like to educate them on how to eat and what they should eat are you sort of more of a holistic dietary person or are you specific yeah. and then when that, how does that then influence your skin? Do you give them specific skincare to take, skincare routines? How, how does that work with your treatment plan and how you mix the yeah. two? Yeah, look, it does really depend, again, each client and what their main concern is. So mm -hmm, say if mm -hmm. I've got someone with, like, coming with severe acne. Yeah. Um, I do as well in the consultation discuss a bit like what they are doing topically because I guess the good thing is I can give that advice of what they should be doing topically and what to kind of avoid as well because even that in itself there's a lot of overwhelm and noise in the whole skincare world as well that can mm -hmm. overwhelm people um, but when it comes to I do like to look at their diet but not necessarily I'm not very I'm not very strict on changing everything in the diet. Um, I honestly believe small steps make the biggest changes in the long term so small sustainable steps um, but it's more what can be the biggest, like what's going on directly that's triggering that. So if mm -hmm. someone's actually eating quite a good diet, I'm not necessarily very rigid about trying to change a lot or that trying to change that's just the smallest possible things to get them eating healthier as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So does that answer the question? I think that was a long question. <laughs> no, no, yeah, 100%. And so then I guess how do you, if, if they are eating a really good diet, Okay. How do you then supplement that? Are you a big supplement person? Like, will you give them trace elements that they may not be needing or not that they may not be eating and they may be needing? Or are you more so, well, maybe this food's inflaming you, combination of both? How, how do you yeah. navigate that sort of space? Yeah, so when someone does have a quite good diet, so that's when I would bring in more functional testing, if I think, mm -hmm, further mm -hmm. testing to see if there's possibly a nutrient deficiency or if they're not absorbing something properly. Yeah. Um, I am very much also food first, like mm -hmm. food as a foundation first. So yeah, that's why I'm not always one. To, I think a lot of people come to nutritionists and they want like a supplement. It's almost yeah. like they want that quick fix straight away. Whereas yeah. I'm still very much like we need to look at what you're doing in your day to day, like your yeah. food and what you're eating day overall is going to give you the best result and mm -hmm. making sure that's actually being absorbed properly and making sure, um, you know, the gut health is all fine. So it's all, like the digestion's working properly as well. Um, if I do recommend or I can say there's like there's an obvious nutritional deficiency, then I'll definitely recommend a supplement. Mm -hmm. And again, I really try to emphasize to my clients that supplements they should literally be supplementing. So it's a short-term thing, not necessarily, okay, I'm going to take this one pill and just stay on that forever. Like it's mm -hmm. 
whilst you're not getting enough of that in your diet, we will try to include that in your diet, but supplementing over the short term, yeah. Yeah. So it, it kind of gets people realizing that they need to actually get, they can actually maintain a lot of levels from their own foods they're eating rather than just taking like take this for that and just going different courses of things. Yeah, yeah but definitely. I think that's also where the functional testing is really helpful as well. Mm. Yeah. And so when you've been talking about the organs, how do, how do you diagnose that? Is, is that through the functional testing for people or like are you looking at glutathione levels and that sort of stuff for your liver? Like how do you diagnose which organ may be out of, out of harmony and then how do you sort of go about fixing that kind of thing as well? Yeah, it's more so just a, depending on their symptoms they, sorry, symptoms they present. Yeah. So if someone's got a lot of digestive issues, I mm -hmm. can work out a bit further, okay, how we need to support. Maybe it's their digestion that they need support. Mm -hmm. Or I'll ask a lot about, like, particularly when it comes to, like, things like acne, it's a lot of it is hormonal related as well, particularly Hello, everybody. in people past their teenage years, like later mm -hmm. 20s, 30s, they're still struggling with acne. Um, I usually have to ask a lot more just about their menstrual cycle as well. And then mm -hmm. that usually does relate a lot more to their liver. But if they're not giving off obvious symptoms of something being out of balance, I think that's where functional testing is really important. Um, particularly things like the um, like a hormone panel test, um, a hormone a hormone serum hormone test as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or even your blood test as well can actually still show a lot for that. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. And so then with in terms Dutch of test, the... that, sorry, that was, oh. I had a mental blank. Yeah. Like, the Dutch oh, no test worries. is another really good one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's hard when it's all sort of in your face. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then, how? So then, how do you go about doing that? Are you are you big into like cleanses? Are you big into like chelation diets and, and getting heavy metals out? Um. How do how do you approach that kind of thing? So say for example, yeah. if my if my large intestine is like I struggle a little bit with large intestine stuff. I have my whole life. Like, how, how do you think about clearing those organs and moving them through? And then how does that relate back to the skin and what the patients are presenting with? Yeah. So I actually still believe in, like, gentle and less is more. So I'm not into mm -hmm. big mm -hmm. detoxes or anything like that or heavy cleanses. Yeah. I look at the organs as needing support. So if they're perhaps mm -hmm. not eating something that's supporting it, like, for example, if they're not eating enough good quality proteins to help support mm -hmm. breakdown, if they're not eating enough or if they're relying on more teas or herbals, um, because unfortunately a lot of detoxes are marketed as, you know, people think of just herbal teas as a detox or not mm -hmm. eating enough foods or just literally liquid diets. So I more so look at the nutrients that they could be getting through food and try to incorporate them. And I really try to cleanse through whole foods. So going more anti-inflammatory based, um, but like a nice alkalizing diet. So mm -hmm. rather than trying to stress to people what they can't have, really just trying to make the tweaks in what they can have. Mm -hmm. um, quite often there is times so I'm like, we do need to completely like cut off or really, really reduce things like obvious inflammatory foods, like refined sugar or like things like alcohol. Mm -hmm. If it is, you know, if we are trying to look at a short-term period to reduce that, if there are obvious like inflammation happening in the body, just to reduce that and just I really focus on what you can add in so what you can try to swap in yeah yeah perfect and again one of the biggest things I guess for skin health is like collagen and all that so are you are you a big are you a big proponent of teaching people broths and bone broths and how to yeah. make that um yeah yeah I do think um broth definitely but also because of how good it is for the gut health as well so for the gut lining as well and a yeah. lot of people that have some form of skin issues do have some form of digestive issues so mm. i think yeah 
Bone broth is one of those good always, always good to have. <laughs> yeah, I, I have it every morning. I absolutely love it. <laughs> oh, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Better than um, me. I can't say I do that. But yeah, working towards it. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're then teaching your clients, do you go through macro, micro, minerals, trace elements? How, how do you approach that sort of space with people? And I guess the other question that I would propose just at the moment is because it's such a hot topic, right? Like mm -hmm. we've got heaps of people who are like, we've got to go carnivore, you've got to go vegan, you've got to go, you know, yeah. so there's like a bit of a war in the nutritional space at the moment with diet. How do you sort of approach that landscape with people? And um, have you found any problems as well? I'd like to think maybe if, the, if, if someone is vegan, they may have to eat some more protein or introduce protein. Like, how do you navigate that space? Or how have you sort of navigated that yeah. in the past? Um, I never put people on a diet per yeah. se. I, I always try to emphasize it is about whole foods. Yeah. And, you know, some people it's better 80-20. Some people go mm. more 70-30. I say as long as we are eating predominantly whole foods and foods to support your body. Yeah. Um, if someone wants to be vegan, for example, mm -hmm. I would try to find the best sources vegan sources that I can for them. Mm. Um, if it does get to the point where they are really severely deficient, um, mm. then I do have a, if they're adamant on not having any form of animal protein, I'll try and look at a good quality supplement. But there are times where I will have, I do recommend, I say I respect like obviously your choices and mm. I want to mm. try to support you to continue eating how you like. But if they are really deficient and I would, I would just recommend like you might need to look at this even as a short term, yeah. um, implementing some of these foods. Um, but again, I do believe in whole food and balanced approach for everyone. So I'm never like, you need to go keto. I, I don't really advocate mm. any of those diets, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. And are they, I guess it's kind of like the supplement thing as well. Everyone's looking for that quick fix. So they think that they can yeah. go on the latest fad diet and it'll just clear everything up. Whereas yeah, it's, exactly. it's got to be sustainable. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And um, I think as well, you've, I really look at what's going to be the easiest thing for them. Like, mm -hmm. like if someone's eating quite like a highly junk food diet, I'm yep. like, okay, we just we got to start really basics. Whereas if someone's already eating quite a whole food diet, it's kind of easy to just make give them a few little tweaks that they can incorporate into their diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then with that, so that's with the general. Are you also do you also treat specialist problems? Like, so say for example, if people are training for a bodybuilding contest or training for a triathlon. Are, are you, do you do see many clients with that? So you do do specialist um, dietary changes for them, depending upon if they do get any sort of problems come up because of their training? Like, Yeah. To be honest, I don't really see too many of them now. I did used mm -hmm. to do them a lot more. Yeah. Um, but now I've become a bit more specialised in more like inflammatory skin and conditions yeah. and hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I can help them definitely when it is more, if they are concerned and they wanting to support their skin in turn, mm -hmm. because sometimes people obviously, when they are doing intense training um, or they sure. are following intense, like, like high protein diets, things like that, mm -hmm. they can find a bit of breakouts of their skin. 100%. So I can help them with that, but not yeah. so much. I wouldn't necessarily do their full meal planning, macro planning, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So just focusing more on their skin issues, which, again, we know with athletes and all that sort of stuff, they can have yeah. major breakouts because, again, like you were saying, hormone, diet, stress, everything that they're pumping their body yeah. through, it always shows up in the skin quite first, doesn't it? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so then with that other part of your business then with the skincare, 
do you recommend people to get different topical uh, applications or like, yeah, how do you navigate that space with people? And do you like, do you have also discussing with women and that about how to wear makeup and which makeups are good and what's aggravating? Is that part of your practice as well? How, how um, is that? Yeah, fitting? so it is an area that I will touch up on. Um, yeah. So, for example, if I think someone's got quite bad, like if someone's having a lot of acne and they are using really heavy, like I will ask what, what type of makeup or how much are you wearing? Like, so if they want to wear makeup, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, but just going from not like recommending types of non-comedogenic makeup, so not pore clogging makeups and mm. just different types so they can apply. It's not going to be as thick on the skin. Mm -hmm. And I have, because I have worked in this, like prior to becoming a nutritionist, worked in like skin therapies for so long, I do know quite a good range of, um, like I can make a recommendation on a lot of skincare ranges that I would recommend yeah. to clients. Yeah, so I kind of just, I do incorporate that too. If they are really struggling to find something topically for their skin, Mm -hmm. um, I can recommend a few cosmeceutical ranges that I'd highly recommend that I've worked with for years, so that, that I trust as well. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. And so then do you teach also with like dermal rolling or anything like that? Or is that sort of where you'd recommend a beauty therapist? Is that the kind of the way that, that you work with, with those types yeah, of skincare so just, routines? Yeah, so like dermal rolling, I do advocate, like it is definitely a very effective treatment, mm -hmm. but I mm -hmm. would probably recommend a clinic that has them like I'd recommend to go to a clinic and have that treatment done. Yeah, 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 for sure. And is that the same sort of thing if people are coming to you with like skin tags or moles or anything like that? You, yeah, you you make the correct recommendation to boot, to move them onto a, a specialist or a dermatologist. Yeah, that so kind as of thing? far as giving the treatment removed, I'd recommend yeah. to like a clinic that could do that for them. But yeah. again, I'll just help them with their internal health, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then, does does moles and skin tags and stuff? Is that an internal is that an internal process or is it just from the sun or how, how does that sort of work? Have you found in your clinical practice something I'm just a bit interested in? Yeah, look, with a lot of moles and skin tag, it is more of an external thing. Yeah. Um, if they have got any like thing going on internally, we can always work with that. But yeah. when it comes to treating those, it is pretty much ex like you can only really done that can only really be done externally. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. And so then I guess I just say, what's what's your opinion on sort of um, like dry brushing, oiling your skin, um, just those sort of basic skincare routines? Can you yeah. just, I mean, again, for myself as well, just, yeah, what, what's sort of like your basic skincare routine, you would say, for people sort of listening and what yeah, have you found funny. in your practice? Dry brushing, I think, is actually good. It has its benefits. It's just like naturally exfoliating the skin. It's good for mm -hmm. the lymphatics. Yeah. Um, oil on the skin, though, it's funny. It's... It does depend on the skin type. So I think there has been, unfortunately, like mismarketing out there. Like, mm, like mm. There, was a, there was a trend a few years ago where coconut oil just got so popular and people were using it for their hair, their skin. Now, it is definitely beneficial for your hair, but it's I wouldn't recommend putting just any oils on skin types. A lot of oils, surprisingly, are very comedogenic. Mm -hmm. um, so for people that are trying to use things like, you know, coconut oil on their skin. Yeah, it's nice and hydrating, but for very few skin types, a lot of skin types, it's actually going to be really pore clogging as well. Mm. Um, so I think if you want to do those natural as treatment, maybe like once a week um, or once a fortnight or so, that's fine. But I, then I, to be honest, um, wouldn't recommend them daily. Not yeah. for every skin type. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people do want to go into the more natural, which I do understand, but sometimes a lot of oils are actually really thick and Pogging, mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And so is that something that you can talk clients through as well? Like what their skin type is, what their sort of that skincare routine would be if oils aren't necessarily the best sort of option for them? Is that what you do as well when you're chatting to people? Yeah, if people still feel like they are really struggling with their skin and they are making Mm -hmm. topical uh, good changes internally and they are finding benefits, they've still got those few struggles in the skin, then I do make further recommendations. Okay, what further topical support can we look at? Yeah, yeah. or what they might be using in their routine routine at the moment that may not be help, helping them right now. Mm-hmm. And then do you also give, I guess, recommendations on essential oils that people can use on their skin? Um, how do you navigate that sort of space as well with, yeah. with the, the sort of essential oil um, explosion that we've sort of had? Yeah. Look, essential oils, I do think it's more each to their own, but to be honest, mm-hmm. I haven't actually had a lot of clients come through like come to see me that have been using essential oils on their skin and want to stick to that. Yeah. Um, it's more, I think if that's someone's personal preference, they're welcome to. But again, I'd look at the oil, I'd look at the carrier oil that they are using currently and just to see if it would be best for their skin as well. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And I guess as well with, with your skincare, do you do allergen testing yourself or is that something that you would sort of um, push out to to another clinic, then get that results, and then be able to talk through with your yeah, clients about. Would... Do you do you do you delve into that world with your clients at all? Um, if I do think there is a potential allergy, yeah. I, I can definitely make a recommendation to go like a referral to go get the allergy test. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you can also tell once they've done we've done a bit of a dietary analysis, a diet diary, and even if they need to follow a bit of a symptom diary. Yeah. Um, to see if they do find they're, when they take out certain foods, if they're still having those reactions or if they still get these flare-ups of certain foods. So I think mm. you can still tell a lot by with someone's diet. It's more if we have taken out foods or we've added in foods and we're still getting these same reactions, then I'd recommend, okay, we can probably do an, like an allergy test and I would refer them on to have that done. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, no worries. Well, thank you so much, Dominic. We really, really appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you yeah um where can people find you where's your clinic located are you just telehealth or do you do telehealth and both yeah so how do people contact you yeah where they get in touch yeah well the best place to get in touch with my website it's www.skinnutritionco.com.au so Mm -hmm. i do um telehealth and skype consultations um and also if they want to go to instagram it's skin nutrition skin nutrition co under Oh my gosh, <laughs> underscore co.com. Sorry, I'm all tongue tied this morning. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. It's perfect. Excellent. Well, everybody out there, if you're looking for some really holistic skincare, please look up Dominique and send her a message. Just from the Therapist Spotlight team, we'd like to thank you so much for coming on. It's been a wonderful interview. And for everybody else out there, have a great day and we'll catch you all next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to Therapist Spotlight. If you would like to know more about ANTA, visit us at www.anta.com.au.